Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Man, I, this has been a long way to thing, and and I'm just I'm happy that you're here because I think people need to hear a different side of a standard. I'm always talking about standards and how you're supposed to have, be held accountable. And I'm here with Lee, who is the owner of MPH. And man, like I said, it's it's. I don't normally get excited about, you know, I have my mom on here, I have my homeboy, I've had my other homeboys, but you, my friend, like every time I see you, it's always, it's just, I'm always reminded of a standard and how you're supposed to do things. And he's the owner of MPH, was a rental car company. It's even more than a rental car company. I think it's a, it's a membership club and that's how you treat it. So I definitely am appreciative of you being here and, and us really getting to talk about just you. And I want to highlight what you do and, and how you do it. So. Just tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell everybody, and you know, we can just go from there, man. Oh, of course, man. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for having me in. It's sure, an honor man. to be here. Sure. This is well overdone. Oh, we we should have done this a long oh, time ago. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, now uh, pretty much, uh, yeah. I'm Lee, um, one of the owners of MPH Club, and like you mentioned, it's an exotic car rental company, and we try to stick to only high-end cars, high-end brands, it's people that uh, don't really comprehend that it's available for rent yeah and uh, that's the beautiful part about it people you know get their little birthday gifts out of the way mm -hmm. little bucket list things out of the way mm -hmm. and just a lot of production companies use our services too sometimes and weddings any the best part of my business is i get such big smiles when people walk in yeah. the front door because they're so excited you know yeah. the cars they sell themselves at the end of the day mm -hmm. my job is just to process you <laughs> pretty yeah. much um yeah but you guys uh, you do it differently though like i've seen i've been down in south florida for about 10 years now mm -hmm. And I've seen rental car companies. It's flashy, it's dashy, it's let's put it in front of as many people as we can to get noticed. You guys do it on the other side. You are more prestigious, you're private, and you deal with a lot of high-end people, but you don't gloat about it. It's the respect factor there, it's the privacy there. You've had people from Floyd Mayweather to the baby to Logan Paul to man, Bad Bunny has some cars in his videos. You yeah. guys have been all over the place. So can you explain kind of your mindset and your standard and and why you wanted it to be different from everybody else? Yeah, definitely, man. We started about eight years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And when we first got into the industry, we didn't want to just be a car rental company. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very cheesy just to even talk about it because uh, it actually goes way back to my passion when I first started. I was like 10 years old and I grew a passion to these exotic cars. Mm -hmm. And at an early age, I had um, I had the, the, the blessings of actually meeting Brett David, who I was yeah. briefly talking about. And um, I'll tell you a little story about him real quick so it leads up to the point. Right. Um, I met Brett when I was like 10 years old at my oh. sister's school because they went to the same school together at the time. Oh, okay. And there was a talent show. And this kid was breakdancing and <laughs> she was singing. <laughs> it was cute at the time, you know. Um, but me and him clicked because I was into breakdancing at the time as well. Really? Not happening anymore. <laughs> I'll break my <laughs> I back was about right to now. ask you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But uh, yeah, he was breakdancing, which was pretty cool. I was getting into that at the time. And um, it's funny because he had, ironic, he had a broken hand at the time. He had a and he's still breakdancing. And he was like doing a couple moves here and there. Okay. Whatever. He made it happen. Mm -hmm. But um, that was the point. We, we became, we clicked real quick. We became uh, good friends right there and then. And when it was all over we we're all leaving his dad picked him up in a purple diablo and coincidentally i had that same exact purple diablo picture on my bedroom over my bed as a poster really? and i was looking I'm like this is a real thing this is like a, a spaceship yeah. it's like a ufo it's my first time seeing a diablo like it's just insane and um so he got in the car he left and i was blown away we already had we made plans to meet up the next day yeah and 
when I uh, met up the next day, the car was in the driveway, and I saw it again. I was actually able to sit in and touch like it. Like a unicorn. Yeah, and yeah. I was hanging out with his dad, and he was telling me about it, and Brad, and long story, we became friends, and just uh, over the years, um, I was exposed to all these amazing cars because mm-hmm. of the dealership that he has. Mm-hmm. And my passion was there before, but now I was able to actually physically touch the cars and play with them. And so my passion went to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. I got um, educated on all the vehicles, the brands, the history, things that people don't really understand unless you spend some time in researching. Yeah. It was just delivered to me. Yeah. So as you can imagine, over time, the passion and um, the, all the knowledge grew over time and I became a little older over time. Um, I wanted to somehow get in the industry yeah. and um, I saw an opportunity uh, when I was at the time working with my father. Um, I'm a little geek deep, deep down inside. I build websites. I, oh, I really? build, yeah, I optimize websites. Oh, That's yeah. my thing. I, I'm, I live behind a, a computer screen. All right. So um, I was working with my father and my father needed help with his website. Uh-huh. So I, I helped him out. Obviously, it's my father and I optimized this website and I was doing pretty good. Then he calls me one day complaining that the phone is ringing off the hook. What the hell did you do? What, what's going on here? And I'm like, all right, good. Uh, it's I'm, working. It's working. Yeah. So that being said, over time, I was working with my father for a while and I decided to somehow shift because I was working from home. Yeah. I was working in my underwear every single day, waking up at 12 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon because my hours were completely Life shattered. was good. Life yeah, was good. Life was good and it was a little different, but it, was, it got a little boring static because yeah. yeah. the only thing I did is I worked out and worked on my laptop yeah. all day long. That's yeah. all I was doing. So I wanted to somehow get involved with my passion and that's the, the cars. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how. I didn't want to step on my boy's toes by opening up a dealership. Yeah. Like, nah, that's, that's not what people do. So. Um, I kept I kept on picking his brain and we couldn't really come to um, a decision on what to do and kept on talking about it and he sees how passionate I am mm-hmm. and one day it was just brought to my attention that people rented these cars. So I asked Brad, hey, you're interested in doing these rentals? He goes, hell fuck no. I'm like, all right. Can I curse you by the way? Yeah, go ahead. You're fine, man. <laughs> so <laughs> he goes, hell no, that's not me. That's all you. Maybe you should look into that. I'm like, all right, cool. I did. Yeah. Literally the next day I researched it for a while and realized there's a huge demand for mm-hmm. high-end exotic car rentals. And um, I built a whole facade. I said, you know what, let me build a fake website, fake pictures, just generate leads mm-hmm. and see if the demand is actually there. Yeah. And I've been doing it for a while, did it for like six months and realized, holy shit, the demand is really there. There's yeah. a lot of leads coming in, a lot of phone calls, a lot of people actually you know, complaining that the, nobody's calling back oh, wow. because I didn't know what to do with the yeah. people. It was a fake facade at the time. So I was trying to even see if I could maybe sell the leads or whatnot. And then I got together with Stas. Nice. And uh, we, the we, man right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we both uh, dissect this idea for a while. We literally put together a, a very detailed business plan, about 120 pages. And it took us a couple months to put it together. Oh. Before we even spent a single dollar, we just put a lot of our time and effort into it. Yeah. You know, so this whole concept existed a year before we even thought of the name. That's amazing. So we, we had the, uh, the concept, we had the business plan, and then we finally grew some balls and bought our first Lamborghini Gallardo. Nice. That was our first car. Nice. Um, yeah, we got together, bought the car, we started the company, we opened up at Opelaka Airport. Yeah. We wanted to be there because we realized the people that want these type of vehicles fly private. Mm-hmm. The best private airport here in Miami, South Florida, technically, is Opelaka Executive yeah. Airport. Yeah. So we strategically saved, uh, you know, staged ourselves there. And um, over time, uh, we you know, started renting cars a couple of times here and there, a couple of small transactions, went smooth, cool, mm-hmm. we get the tinks out of the way because we're still learning as we go yeah. along. I never yeah. had nothing to do with car rentals. Yeah. This is a whole nother world for me, but I'm dealing with my passion, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed every single day waking out of bed, putting a smile on my face because I'm about to jump in a Lamborghini yeah. and go to work. Nothing that was awesome. That. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah, we, we rented the cars a couple of times and then we did one client. I'll never forget this. His name is Williams. He's still our client to today. He nice. rented the car for a month, a yeah, whole month. With that paycheck that he gave us so for that like, month, oh. we went straight to the dealership and bought a Ferrari. That was our second car. Oh, you're smart. Yeah, just double down, and next thing you know, every two months, we just add another car, another car, another car, another car. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're smart. Most time, people will look at that check and oh, let's go and buy this, let's mm-hmm. buy that, let's go here, let's go there. You guys, oh, we were still building the company, the business. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. Went back to the business, went to the drawing board, and see how else can we expand? What mm-hmm. else can we do? And and yeah, over time, that just grew and grew and grew. And uh, ironic, I, you know, he I actually just rented a car to Will um, oh, nice. like a week ago. So it was pretty funny. Nice. Comes <laughs> so, full circle. That's cool, man. As far as the name MPH, it's probably the most iconic thing ever because when you get into your vehicle, you see it all the time. Yep. So how were you guys able to come up with that name per se? Like what was your thought process when you were trying to look for a name? Uh-huh. How are we going to do this? How are we going to stand out? We have the business plan. We have what we want to do with the process and the experience, but now it's the name. So how did you guys get to the oh, name? You should have heard the names before. <laughs> <laughs> the garage toys, luxury <laughs> rentals, like no. crazy. I'm all about you know optimizing the website. Yeah. And specifically, I wanted keywords for the domain, for ah, the website. Thinking, so yeah. I wanted to go there and stuff. like, no, no way, but we got to get something cool, something yeah. slick. Like, no, we got to meet in the middle somehow. We got to figure <laughs> this out. And then, um, you know, me and him, I don't smoke that often, but we did that time. <laughs> we smoked a little bit. He's like, because we, we were stumbling like for a month going back and it's forth for on you. names. Yeah. yeah, so we smoked a little bit and went down to my, uh, where I lived at the time. I had a marina. So we yeah. chilled in the, in, the, um, in the marina and my girlfriend at the time was with us and Stas was here and we're throwing ideas back and forth, back and forth. Nothing was sticking. And then somebody threw, um, uh, what about like a mile per hour? And he goes, uh, he says, what about the mile per hour? And then I threw in club. And she tweaked it and tweaked it. Next, you know, for like 10 minutes, we're going back and forth and we just shortened MPH club. And oh. we all just ding. Oh. It was right there. The power of marijuana. Bro, I jumped <laughs> up, ran. It was like one o'clock in the morning. I jumped up from the arena, ran upstairs, went to my laptop, immediately started researching if that's okay, if that's a good name. Started looking. Okay, cool, cool. Got all the social media platforms, got everything locked in. Fuck the domain, $7,500. Damn. My, we had a budget at the time. Yeah. That's not in the budget. Yeah. $7,500 for a fucking URL. <laughs> it's expensive. So we're brainstorming back and forth. I start I emailing the guy, hey, are you even interested in selling the domain? And um, you know, what is your lowest offer? And he stayed firm at 7500 mm, Take yeah. it or leave it, homie. Wow. The next day, me and him, me and Sas, just got together. Fuck it, let's do it. We'll make it happen. Sure. We bought the domain. Ooh. And uh, right there and then, I just went to work, start optimizing the websites, transferring all the old data that we had on the old side over the fake facade, yeah. and start growing and, you know, continue dissecting the, the business plan. And it's so ironic because we literally executed that business plan. It was a three-year business plan. Mm-hmm. We executed to the T within three years. It was amazing. Um, we're both today, like, me and Sas Lucas, like, it's just unbelievable. It's like, that's amazing. It, yeah, we're both blown away by it. But um, so by the domain, we immediately uh, registered the company as a trademark. Which was also a nice chunk of change at the time. So we did all the important things first to lock it in. All right, now we have a name. Now we can actually talk to people about it to Mm -hmm. see if they maybe can help us invest into the company, maybe grow it. Because it was not cheap to get our first Lamborghini. I I went from a Lexus GS, which is, you know, sign and drive lease, to a $250,000 car. Mm -hmm. Banks are looking like, you're smoking crack. What's wrong with you? You got to put, you know, 50% down. Yeah. I can't afford that. So um, we went to Brett. After like a week yeah. of locking everything in, yeah. and I pitched him the idea, right? I'm like, all right, so this is what we're doing. This is the name. 
and uh, this is the concept, and this is what we're going to be, and this is the cars. And he looks at me and goes, brother, name's dog shit. What are you talking about? I'm like, no, man, you broke my heart when you're telling no, this, because no. I'm, I'm building up the whole hype. Yeah. And then at the end, I say, all right, this is the name, MPH Club. And he goes, bro, that's dog shit. You should call it Luxury Lifestyles and Latois something. I'm like, bro, no, what's no, wrong no. with you? No, no. I'm like, bro, I'm already 10 grand in. He goes, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, I bought the domain. I got it registered. I got a trademark. He goes, Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're committed to it. You're like, look, oh, this yeah. is the name. I was ready to tattoo the shit yeah. on my forehead. <laughs> I was ready to go. <laughs> so he That's quickly funny. changed his vibe. Uh-huh. And he realized that we're on a mission. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I, I see the hustle. I, I respect that. And I'm going to help you guys with whatever I can. And yeah. he did. He helped me a lot at the beginning of the company, which That's is good. a really big thing. That's and, good. Um, so we started growing the company. And just, it was not easy. I'm not going to yeah. lie, man. Yeah, First of couple of years, we're getting punched left and right, man. Yeah, of course. There's a couple of uh, incidents we learned the hard way. There's a couple of things that we went through and we had to jump these hurdles and we were not even profitable for the first three years, man. Mm-hmm. Me and Stas were not making money from this business that was costing us money every month to keep afloat, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. I, I could have done this for free, <laughs> but I was doing it every day. And um, yeah, that's pretty much like, you know, the beginning of it, the idea and how it grew and it manifested. I had no idea that y'all went through all that. I just kind of saw the end product and it's funny because I had, we were just talking about it, my store that was in South Beach and it was off of Washington. And I was across the street from Finger Licking. And I would always, it's so weird, I would always see these guys, Lambos, Ferraris, Urises, just everything. I could mm-hmm. hear it. And I'm just thinking, man, these people are, what, how much are they spending them like a day on these things? So I would just research like 2,300 bucks a day just to drive up and down the street. And I have my car, like at the time, man, I had, before this, I had the Ferrari, and then I had the 720. I mean, still got it. Um, it has a couple other things. I'm just, every time I'm in the store, I just see these cars back and forth. I'm just like, man, if so, somebody's out there, some company is out there utilizing these people's money and time just to, you know, be back and forth. So I started thinking, how can I get into this? But I don't want to be on South Beach with that crowd because uh-huh. those guys are just, they're bad. They, mm-hmm. they wreck your car, no down payments. They just sign and drive like you're saying and then they do whatever they want disrespecting the cars so it wasn't until i think august i was about to go to china and my brother sent me a dm of mph club and i looked at it i'm like who is this what are these guys and he said man i think you should try it and you have all these cars in the driveway that you honestly i have them in the driveway and i would just drive my truck and i started thinking let me find a way to utilize some type of business platform other than the business that i have to make money for myself on the side. And I was reluctant for a little bit. And then it was, I don't know what clicked in my head. It was just, let me talk to these guys, see where it goes. Talk to you and Alex and, uh, and Stas came. And right when I started talking to them, I knew how professional you guys were. And that's when I felt comfortable saying, let me just try this the first month, see how it goes. And I was blown away just from the professionalism. You guys letting me know, Hey, it's running out this time. This is the mileage. These are not necessarily the people because I don't care about the people, but you've been very professional with everything. You're not out there joyriding all the time. You're not trying to, you know, pick up chicks or go to dinners. I mean, that's fine. You do that, but you, you guys tell me, Hey, look, we're going to do this, this and this. I have no problems with that. So for me to see that, I was, I was blown away. And I tell you, every time I come to the office, I'm just like, man, this is how it's supposed to be done. And I don't yep. think people, you can see it on the website, but when you see it in person, just from where you're placed, what you're doing is, is definitely a level up and people need to see it more, man. I know you guys have a YouTube channel. I know you're starting to roll that out a little bit more as far as the cars and, and going through explaining to everybody what you have and you have some, some pretty awesome. 
Man, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. Hey, what I? is your favorite car that you have right now? Oof. If you had oh, to pick one. I get that question one, asked all the time. You have man. to pick one. Bro, so I, I can't. That's not fair. I can't give you... Three. That, and your top three. No, so, so this is the thing. I, it's like me asking you what's your favorite child. You, you can't. So <laughs> I got one. I only got one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I have 40 plus. Okay, yeah, so you're right. You're right. The problem okay. is my favorite car for this month. That's what I turned it into. What's your favorite car for this month? All right, so we recently just added an A12. Yeah, yes, I've yes, I seen that. Oh my god, that is amazing. Before it's, that, I love the Phantom. Okay, Phantom's big boy car. What month is that though? What month was Ooh, that one? First day you dropped it off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I stayed right. for a couple of months. Honestly, okay, all right. Lie. Okay, um, but the A12 man, that car is just—it's a classy Ferrari. Yeah, it's not your uh, douchebag. Yeah. Look at me, no, no. This yeah. is a classy. Uh, it's an A12, super fast. Mm-hmm. It's insane, insane. I love that one because. It's along the family line of the, the 599. Mm-hmm. Like the 599, and then it kind of went away. Then the F12, yep. the F12 TDF, and then you had, look, the A12. Yeah. They had a couple of one-offs, but ultimately that's where it got All the front you. end, the tw- V12s, yeah. they were insane. that's what I asked you guys. I was like, man, do you want another A12? He's like, no, nah, we got one. I'm like, oh, okay. And then yeah. you had the Bugatti. Gosh, that man. was a, oh, that was insane, man. Yeah. Bro, so, so, yeah, we built a company, we bought the cars, and then a couple years after running it, we realized, okay, we need to tweak this a little bit. There's something here because people are literally coming up to us saying, hey, I want to give you my car to put in the program. I'm like, no, we buy our cars. Yeah. So we didn't want to, um, we didn't know how that works. Mm-hmm. After researching and looking into it, and all right, this is definitely doable. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you meet the qualifications and we both agree on terms, yeah, we yeah. could definitely make this happen. So we rolled out the membership program. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we did is people like yourself who have vehicles, you know, we give you the opportunity of putting your car in our program. Mm-hmm. And we rent it out and we make money together taking mm-hmm. on the cars. But um, these are very unique cars and yeah. unique relationships that we build. We don't yeah. really do this with everybody. It's not yeah. as you go buy a car, put it in the program. No, the, yeah, you got to earn your way into this. Exactly. This is not yeah. a, a simple thing. Um, but um, that, that shifted our whole company big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of being a uh, heavy capital into the business, I was actually able to relieve some of the stress off of my credit, my name, and also the the amount of inventory we could get. Now, we literally doubled within one year because mm-hmm. of the inventory, because I was capped at one point. I couldn't yeah. just kept on going. Um, you know, my name holds so much weight, mm-hmm. but eventually, if I had your name or had his name or had his name, it just grows and grows. Yeah. So our inventory grew, mm-hmm. and that was phenomenal. It changed our business. And we released, we released this about a year and a half ago, and it just grew oh, so much. Started. A year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, you've okay. been with us about a year, right? Yeah, I didn't know it was when, that's when it had started. Yeah, oh, okay. you're one of the first people, I'll never forget it, because uh, I was planning on going to Greece with my girlfriend. You yeah. were going to China, and yeah. I wanted to meet with you, but you were leaving, and I was leaving, yeah. so I'm like, we'll have to meet somehow. I'm coordinating this whole thing with you, and then Stas and Alex yeah. go meet up with you, and I'm in Greece doing this while I you're. I do remember that. Yeah, that's right. That is I, right. I'm yeah. at the gym with my girlfriend working out, and then I'm talking to you, and when I hang up with her, I'm like, babe. And I just told the whole story of what happened. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited because I wanted that Phantom. I had no idea I was the first one. I was like, oh, No, not sure. the first one. You, you were the first, first couple, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. The first one. We had a couple oh, people okay. in the car, okay. we had people in the program, and. Um, and then you got the fan. I wanted your fan. When yeah. you posted one picture on Instagram, <laughs> I, and I saw, saw it. That. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. One picture. I saw it too. I was, I'm hooked. I want that car. Yeah. Um, not because it's one, favorite, one of my favorite cars, because yeah. it is. It's a beautiful made car. Oh, it's oh my God, yes. Mac Daddy. Yeah. But it's also a very popular car. Yeah. And, bro, truth be told, I never told you this yet, but that car got me in front of amazing people, man. I met the owner of WhatsApp because of that car. I met the owners of ridiculous companies all over the world. That's what amazing so celebrities. Them, Floyd Mayweather. Oh yeah, these are people that I was able to connect to because of that specific car. Mm-hmm. No one has that car in, in the yeah, inventory. It's, it's, yeah, Nobody. It's, yeah. So, 
the, it, it was able to put me in front of amazing people and I had great relationship with them and it helped me expand the company with other things that we're working on. Dope. Um, we'll elaborate on that in a minute, but. That's dope. Yeah. I man. didn't even know that. Oh, shoot, I'm glad I was able to help with that. Yeah, man. hell yeah, shoot. I appreciate well, that. It was, I also saw too, and I want to bring that up, mm -hmm. during Super Bowl. Oh, that was when, insane. Yeah, describe the rap on the Phantom. I, I think you were doing it for Shaq, right? Yeah. It was a tribute for Kobe to Shaq during his Funhouse event. Mm -hmm. Explain that because I remember you told me, I think I asked you for the car and you're like, hey, somebody wanted the car, but you didn't tell me who and they wanted to get it wrapped. But then you showed me and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is fine. Go I ahead. knew by then you already trusted our judgment. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Always, do your thing. Man. I'm like, yeah. I love it. No problem. I'll never Trust me, I won't disappoint. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I never, every time I, I ask if my car is available and you guys say no, I never like, oh, dang it. Yeah. I'll just take my truck and go somewhere. I don't, yeah. I don't mind that because I, I much rather see the business grow and I've seen what you guys done because I've been around you. You haven't hit anything for me. You haven't misplaced anything. You haven't crashed my car. You haven't done those things. You do it right. And you're very selective. And if God forbid those happens, man, we take care of it. I got total coverage There's too. insurance. So we yeah. got, we're good. But I know you guys are very selective on who gets the car. You're not just trying to rent it out to everybody. So that trust was built over time. So anytime something mm -hmm. happens or I can't get a car, I'm like, hey, it's fine. It's, I'd much rather your business do well because it would just sit here if it wasn't. So uh, definitely that. for that, just, I mean, like I said, the trust is there. So I never... I never questioned that. That at all, month man. of February was a big blur to me, man. It was. it was. So sometimes we get like a big thing that happens in a week. We get excited. We talk yeah. about it for the whole week, bro. I couldn't have a moment of excitement for more than last more than ten minutes in February. Oh, I met Shaquille O'Neal. Cool. An hour later. Oh, I meet Floyd Mayweather. Cool. An hour later. Oh, we just ran, we were sold out. An hour later. Oh, we just got three more cars in the program. An hour later. Literally, bro, we had just amazing things going off, and then we got punched in the face by coronavirus <laughs> in March. Yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. That was funny, but. Regardless, man, uh, February was a phenomenal week. That's Super good. Bowl happened in Miami. Mm -hmm. uh, so we we were sold out, but literally to every single client that we were sold out to was a famous person or celebrity That's or an cool. athlete. We had Future. We had, um, I brought the list goes on. Yeah, you had Shaquille O'Neal was really cool. That, yeah. that was an honor. I'm a huge fan of Shaq. Yeah, and, same here. Same here. We all are. He's a yeah. great human being. He's an amazing person. Shook his hand like this. It's it <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like a tree. Yeah, but so... um. His manager reached out to us uh -huh. and they wanted something that was like impossible. Yeah. Like they wanted the car, they wanted to wrap it. Uh, unfortunately, because of what to Kobe Bryant, yeah. they wanted to do some sort of tribute where he has Shark's, Shark's fan house, mm -hmm. but obviously tie in Kobe and it's a sensitive subject. I'm like, how can I make something fun and also respectful? Because mm -hmm. it's so fresh, it just happened. Yeah. I got together with Metro Raps mm -hmm. and they're phenomenal. They designed the whole thing. I got to give them yeah. credit to that because they really pulled it off and I was blown away by the way it's designed. The problem is that they called me on Thursday and they wanted the car on Friday. Like, come on, guys. First of all, the car's out with the client. Yeah. That's the first problem. Second problem is um, to wrap something takes about three days. Mm -hmm. You know, to respectfully do mm -hmm. it right it takes about three days. And I'm a huge fan of Shaq, so I'm like, I gotta make this happen. Yeah. I reached out to the client who had the car at the time. And I threw out an offer to him that he couldn't refuse oh, yeah. switching cars with him. Uh -huh. So he's like, I'm here with my wife and my two kids, and you're about to offer me a sports car with two seats. Bro, he, I made it happen. You did? <laughs> I made yeah, it good, happen, good, obviously. Good. I mean, I grabbed the car. I personally went to go pick up the car yeah. for the client because I wanted to make sure that he's okay with it. I know he's disappointed it's a two-car, two-seater, mm -hmm. but I made it happen for him, so yeah. he was happy. Uh, Happy-ish. That's <laughs> for a good cause. Though, it so, was, yeah. it was. And at the end, I ended up sending pictures and videos. You know, like, that's awesome. Cool for you. Yeah. So I hooked him up with this future rental, which next time he comes to town, he okay, will definitely cool. get hooked up again. Cool. But I took the car and went straight to Metro Wraps 
sat down with the designer, tweaked the whole design back and forth for hours, sat down with the owner and asked him for a favor that he's never done before. Keep the shop open for 24 hours until this car is done. I need this car back in my position at 9 a.m. to go deliver it to Shaquille O'Neal. Bro, we were literally so short on time that we made it happen. When I was, um, when I went to go uh, back to Metro House to pick up the Phantom, uh-huh. I was literally like, they, they were finishing touches on the car. When I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go. And I'm, I'm literally pushing the last couple bubbles out of the paint just to like, let's go, let's go. Jumped in the car, drove straight to the production, uh-huh. waited for 30 minutes, Shaq pulls up and... So we waited in the side. Uh-huh. Now, I know the front entrance is on the other side uh-huh. and we're supposed to meet him there. Yeah. All the cameras and everything's there. But like, I wanted to meet him in the front entrance, talk to him first and then put the car there so he can make his appearance. Yeah. He comes in and he looks at the car and he goes, wow. He looks around, walks around the whole car. He's like, nice job. Who did this? He looks at me and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Good job, man. Good job. <laughs> no, that was dope. When I saw those pictures, I, I was... How long did it take you to do it? You said one day. I was like, yeah. I got guys that if you try to do it one day, they they say, no, that's impossible. I got to give a big shout out to Metro Raps for making that happen, man. If it wasn't for them, I would not be able to do it. But the whole thing looked nice. I wouldn't even, normally if somebody saw their car and was like, what the, what is this? I looked at it, I was like, oh, I got Kobe on my car. I'm not tripping. This is cool. Like, this is dope. So it came out really nice. For you guys to do that, I mean, I felt like it was a good cost too, you know? It was. I mean, like you said, it just happened. So, Nobody really knew how to react and what to do and how to... And it came classy. It wasn't cheesy at the yeah, end. Yeah, not at all. No, the whole thing was nice. I know. I, I wish I could have seen it in person. I just... Oh, so yeah. So the second that was done, uh-huh. we had to drive the car to the office, unwrap it, and go deliver it to another client. God. <laughs> it was a busy week, man. I it was know, a busy I week. I see. Bro, I didn't, for, those, for those three, four days of Super Bowl weekend, uh-huh. I didn't sleep, man. I didn't see. I was working 24-7. I barely slept maybe three, four hours a night just to, just to get a sleep in and go back to work. Bro. I was slammed. But that, that propelled you guys for, and I want to get into that with COVID because I remember when I came to the office in March and we were talking about it and we were kind of discussing what well, me and Stas were talking about. It. He brought mm-hmm. something up that just triggered in my mind. He said, whoever can make it out of this is going to be forever strong down the road. Like it's a mm-hmm. renaissance that's going on and only the strong are going to survive. And when he said it, I was with I was with Anthony and, and Andrew, and we I looked at them. I was like, man, that was right there is the motivation that I I wanted to hear because that propelled me to basically make all this. But at the same time, I saw you guys still doing your thing. So how were you able to shift your mindset, knowing that stuff's getting canceled left and right? Because I I could hear it in your voices. You're just like, shit, we don't know how to stop this. Like one thing, it was uh, what uh, the concerts that were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Rolling loud, and then oh, we had Gumball Three Thousand. We're the official sponsor yeah, of Gumball Three Thousand. That. that was a huge deal for us. Uh, shoot, and they postponed to next year, unfortunately. Because but you still have it, though, right? Yes, they're moving oh, to next you're year. Good, though. You're good. Yeah. So what about uh, F1 races too? Because I I know you guys. Oh yeah, the we were talking course. about it. Yeah. yeah, that also got postponed too as well. So as long as it's still there, you're still. Good. It's happening next year, yeah. But the problem it could happen this year and next year. Whatever it That's is, what true. it is. But how so, were you able to look at the whole situation, analyze it, prepare for it, and then say? This is what we're going to do. It's still going to be, it wasn't business as usual, but you guys still made it work. So yeah. how were you able to overcome that? Nah, Stas said it perfectly, man. Whoever comes out of this becomes stronger. And that's exactly what happened. Because uh-huh. uh, when COVID first happened, uh, to be honest, I was a little nervous. I was like, I don't know what's going on. We're heading into our mark territory. Yeah. No one knew what the hell was going on. Yeah. And um, I, I called every single manager. I spoke to everybody. I told them, listen, guys, um, this is a unique situation. If you want to, you can pick up your vehicles, hold on to it. We'll communicate as we go along. Mm-hmm. We don't really have a game plan for this six months, but we yeah. have a game plan for a week. Yeah. Like, I'm not going more than a yeah. week. I was yeah. going one week at a time. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, our business did drop about like 80%, mm-hmm. 90% for the, that two months of that yeah. awkwardness that we were all home, technically. Yeah. Um, we were still renting cars here and there, mm-hmm. but not the volume that we used mm-hmm. to have. And all the employees were were dealing with it, helping us out with yeah. whatever we can. So uh, majority of the fleet, um, probably 60% of the fleet went back to the owners mm-hmm. until further notice. And then once we opened back up, we went back into the swing of things like nothing ever happened. That was that's Florida for you, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I know. I <laughs> it wasn't know, supposed to, but yeah. it happened. I can't complain about that. It was a good thing for us. Um, I called them, all the owners back. Hey, bring your cars back. We're back mm-hmm. in business. Like nothing oh, ever so, happened. Yeah. Okay. So that was funny. We took like a 45, 60 day break. Yeah. Pretty much, and um, and then we're slowly, slowly, you know, crawling out of this right now as we speak. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I see the light in the end of the tunnel. I yeah. see us going back to the way that we used to uh, run operations and. Um, it is what it is, you know, it's coronavirus, you can't really, yeah. it's, not, it's not our fault, unfortunately. Can't blame anybody, yeah. But, ironically enough, um, a couple of competitors in the industry, unfortunately, went out of business because of this, you know, not oh, everybody's yeah. financially set for this. It is uh, a big know. hurdle. Yeah. Um, which kind of benefited us. Um, I hate to say it, but it was like a blessing in disguise for Strong us. Strong survive, man. Because uh, the couple of competitors that went out of business, I ended up taking all the inventory and putting our inventory now. So now they're partners. So how many <laughs> cars do you have now? If you have 40. Um, yeah, we're, we're okay. So when we had uh, 39 cars right before COVID, uh-huh. and we went down to almost like 11 cars. Really? Yeah, because we sent all the cars back. Oh. Two man. months later, COVID ended. We bought all the cars. Now we're creeping back up to almost 40. Okay, because I remember you guys had a couple of mine. I took mine for like two weeks, and I, mm-hmm. I felt uncomfortable. I was like, ah, let me bring it back. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you—that's I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. But it shows how you guys are thinking, how you're progressing. You're not just worried about the now moment. Like you said, you planned mm-hmm. your weeks out and then it oh, became, let's plan a month out now that we understand what's going on. Yeah, we went to a skeleton crew. We yeah. reduced overhead immediately yeah. and just stay on top of everything and make sure. And I want to be make sure everybody is safe, first of all. Yeah. Um, what's, what's really weird is I had to like restructure a whole car wash department now. Yeah. That was a whole new game. Our car washes would be about $25 a car. Uh-huh. Not like $85 a car because we have to steam clean every car. We have to detail every car. Yeah. The handles, the I steering wheel. There's yeah. a lot more different things now. So it is what it is. We yeah. have to implement them. And we are. That's cool, man. So what is next for MPH? Ooh. Like what is your vision? And what do you see this doing now that you guys are somewhat, you're the staple in South Florida. I think you are because you're in. You're by the Found Blue. You're at the uh, Found Blue Aviation. You're at all the SBE hotels. Like people don't realize mm-hmm kind of the stronghold, the grip that you have in South Florida. So what is your vision for what's next for MPH and yourself? Yeah, I have a couple of personal goals uh, for MPH. I would like to, um, so we're due to COVID, we went back to the drawing board. I was home and just like, all right, there's not too much to do. So yeah. I researched, what else can we do? There has to be other sorts of income we could do. This is the time for me to reinvest myself into the company, structure a couple of things. Internally, we had a couple of um, things that were old school, you know, and this is the time where I was able to, for example, one of them was the, our website. Mm-hmm. Our website did his amazing job for about seven, eight years of the business. But during COVID, I was full-time working yeah. on my website. Yeah. So we recently went live with a new website. So it I know you saw it recently. By the way, it looks very good. Thanks, I like thanks. it, man. I like it. So we recently went live and that was the big shift because uh-huh. it was it was not that simple to just transfer an old website mm-hmm. to a new one. Yeah. It was a big migration. I have five people on my team working on this full time for almost six months. Wow. So you can imagine how much that costs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not cheap. Yeah. So um, that being said, that's what I did for uh, the downtime. Just mm-hmm. restructure everything within the business and negotiate a lot of every, anything that I can. Merchant services, leases, everything I can. I restructure everything and save money. So, um, then after that, uh, I put together a game plan for the next five years. 
what's what's Ooh. the game plan? Okay. Um, right now we have about eight locations in um, okay. Florida, between Orlando, South Florida, Miami. Um, my goal is to open up a couple more locations in other states because mm-hmm. right now we're only in Florida. Yeah. The furthest one is the one in Orlando, which we do very well there. I'm looking to open one in Atlanta, uh, Los Angeles, uh, Phoenix, for example. I have a couple of potential um, help that I can get nice. from there. So those are our next big goal for 2021. My goal is to open up at least four or five more locations across nice. America. Nice. Um, there's a lot more to it. I also went mostly digital. So we have our YouTube channel now, which is monetized, and we're able to uh, grow another arm of revenue from that, from that because of the, the cool content that we produce, um, informational information. Cool. Um, so yeah, we do a lot of cool content on social media, um, the website, restructuring everything, and then open up more locations. That's the main goal for the next couple of years. I love it, man. That's the goal is expansion, the franchise. Mm-hmm. I know you. That was an idea, but I didn't. I didn't harp on it too much. I didn't know, but. To see it, I think it's possible just oh, because of how you guys do things. And you're not trying to just spread yourself thin. Mm-hmm. You're, you're calculated with what you're doing. You explained it. You want to go Orlando, Atlanta. Yep. You kind of want to drift over. So I'm impressed, man. I, I appreciate I, that. If, if other people aren't and they want to be haters, then shoot, they, they got to deal with me because I'm not a hater. I, I honestly, I appreciate everything that you not only do for me, but what you guys are doing for the company, what you're doing for other people that are involved in the club too. This isn't just a rental car company. This is more of a, a membership. Like you said, this is a club where you take care of people and you want to make sure you're doing successful with everybody that's included. And, you know, I, I appreciate you coming on here on the show, talking with me and catching up a little bit, man. And, and to those other guys, Alex and Stoss and everybody else at MPH, tell them I say hello, tell them I said enjoy the weekend, man. And I appreciate them as well. So thank you for coming on, man. Definitely. Of course, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.